Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. But we all did learn something here today. We actually learned on the podcast. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I also love to say it. It's Kostoplet. Hello, Angel Food Cakes. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Sports. Did you just? Mm? Angel oh, Food Cakes. Really? No good. one ever talks in the intro. Sorry. <laughs> you, you can do it again. No, I think I'll just keep going. Oh, I just boy. think people might be a little thrown off by the. Mm. I didn't know you were gonna say that. It's really good. But the podcast ends at a question mark. <laughs> Starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Mm. Mm. <laughs> He's Doc. Hey. And this, <laughs> and this is today's question. Katie, K Knowles, K Nolan, Knowles. Can I call you Knowles? Sure. I'm going to call you Knowles. Um, this is Sean. Um, you know, I'm calling in because I'm just, I'm just not happy with you, really. Like, you're playing the, the drunk girl, the cute little kid, the asking about for, 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 for the video game. I mean, whatever else. But the guy's walking his dog who doesn't even listen. You're oh, rewarding him. What are you talking about? I mean, it's, just, it's probably Dop's fault. I mean, I, I, it's probably Dop. So honestly, I'm not even mad. I, I still love you. No, it's like we're friends. It's all good. <laughs> so I guess my question is, was, how dare you? But again, it's probably Dop's fault. So I guess my real question is, what's Dop's problem? Like, get me on the pod already. Let's do this. That was my noise. Okay. <laughs> love you. Oh, he said, <laughs> okay, so at first I want to be clear. I was very confused by Sean because when he was like, you're playing the drunk girl, the cute little kid. I was like, is he naming all the types of ways I act like sometimes? <laughs> I thought it was ad reads you've done. And then and then when he said guy walking his dog, I remember that from the last all voicemail podcast. Some guy saying he doesn't even like our podcast, but he was walking his dog and he didn't know what to do. So Sean is saying, I think. That he's left voicemails before and he hasn't gotten on the podcast and he's a little frustrated because he left good voicemails. And at first he was mad at me and then he came to his goddamn senses <laughs> and his, knows where to put the anger. And that anger goes towards Dop. Uh, good news, Sean. We've got another all voicemails pod today. Or whatever. Play his little. Uh. So we're going to hit a lot of voicemails, and you're probably not going to like some of them. But how about this, uh, Dop? Yeah. Since you cut him out the first time. I did. Can you search by Sean? I guess see if he said Knowles. Just can you find his old voicemail? Um, and yep. then we can look that up, and we'll play it yeah. in just a second. You after bet. I say a couple things, those things being, if you want to leave a voicemail, if you want to Leave us a voicemail. You can call 860-506-5571. All voicemails brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Best phones, best networks, no contracts. Yeah. Uh, so do that. And the other thing I want to say is that today's podcast is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club, which means I need to tell you guys about Dollar Shave Club, which means I have to ask Ashley how to how I'm going to tell you about Dollar Shave Club. Ashley? Seven method suggested away. Who's Seven Method? Is that a rapper? Um, Probs. <laughs> it's somebody who left a review. Oh. And their suggestion Are was... Are we getting all of these from reviews They're now? just... They're really good. Yeah, so you just I'm, decide you got too much other I'm stuff to do. You I'm don't want to... You're too busy. So you fill in the blank. Uh, I couldn't think of anything. Really, yeah. So... Okay. I'm too busy reading reviews. Right. So Seven Method <laughs> had a good suggestion. You give this ad read as if you were a coach... Giving their team a pep talk, 
even though they don't stand a chance. Oh, boy. Okay, Coach, give it a pep talk about Dollar Shave Club, (laughs) even though they're the Browns, is what he said. Or she. Listen, guys. Circle up. Take a knee. Grab some water. Make sure you're getting hydrated. If you ever shower, brush your teeth, or try to make your hair look presentable, I have good news for you. It's not related to the game, but Dollar Shave Club does have a lot of stuff to help you out. I wish, I wish the guys on defense would help us out a bit. Guys, this, this next quarter, half, what sport is it? It doesn't matter. Wish defense would help us out, but like I said, Dollar Shave Club, they deliver everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Not good, not fine, your best. Yes. And it's not just razors, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, even a wipe that'll leave your tush feeling tingly clean. (laughs) You will love their amber and lavender calming body cleanser. Never smelled anything like it. Good luck finding a product that great at the store. And these products aren't made from nothing. They're made from the best stuff. All a Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top-shelf ingredients, and they won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, shipping is free with your membership! <laughs> Listen up. Let's go. Here's a way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products for just five bucks. You're going to get out there. You're going to get their Daily Essential Starter Set. Comes with body cleanser. One wipe Charlie's. Those amazing butt wipes where you're going to wipe our butts with the competition. Their world famous butt uh, shave butt. <laughs> their world famous butt shaver. <laughs> and their best razor, the six blade executive. We ain't no five blade using babies. Five blade razors are for babies. We are executives. Yeah. You're flexing so hard right now. <laughs> Keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month and add in shampoo, toothpaste, anything you need. Check it all at dollarshaveclub.com slash it. Hands in. On three. One, two, three, dollarshaveclub.com. I didn't communicate it. <laughs> Thank you for trying. Stop didn't put his hand in. That was a mix of Al Pacino, uh, and then just like a, a, a meeting at, at ESP at the executive's part. I got very much thinking about like a content strategy meeting. <laughs> Oh, that's one of my favorites you've done. They're extra hard when it's a new company. Yeah. Because <laughs> i that's a cold ad read, which are hard on their own, especially when there's a, the word shave butter. And right after you talk about butt wipes, you accidentally say butt shaver. And then it's like, well, we're already doing a bit. I can't also do another bit. And I did. <laughs> did a butt. So you, just to be clear, you don't get a butt shaver. That's extra. You have to do that yourself. <laughs> you just get the shave butter. Okay. Uh did I say it that it, I did say it's an all voicemail podcast, right? I think so. All voicemail podcast. Stop it. 
Uh, so we got a whole bunch. We're going to fly through a bunch of them. The bunch, bunch. Just bunches of oats. Uh, Doc. Yes. During that incredible performance, we were able to pull up Sean's old voicemail. I think I found it. Okay, so we're going to listen to this, and we're going to figure out what the F, why Dop didn't use this in the first place. Here's Sean. Hi, Katie. Sean from Detroit. Um, so I bought Allbirds, and it was because of your ad read, so I hope that makes you feel great. Sure. Um, just like these shoes make me, make my feet feel great. Anyways, that's kind of weird. But um, So I did some research. They do... The the wool runner part of the shoe is shaved from the sheep, so I guess that's good. But then my question is, do sheep need haircuts? <laughs> so are we giving them a haircut they don't want, like a toddler, when you force them to get a haircut because it's, like, out of control? Is that the sheep thing? And I figured you guys are the best people to ask because you always have your facts on point. <laughs> All right? So, yeah, great. Um, cool. Uh, bye. Love. Great. Bye. <laughs> uh... We didn't use that before? You want to know why? Why? Because he a, did research? I was a little bit intimidated because he actually did some research. And <laughs> yeah. Nervous for my so job. I was just going to say, I know why. Because he did the research <laughs> that you were like, oh, I'll do it. And then I'll say I did it. When really, right. Sean did it. So he was just covering up his tracks by not using that. Sorry, mm. Sean. Also, just to be clear, not a sponsor of the podcast today. So we don't have to like talk about it much more. <laughs> Got to make them pay. You can't just be out here talking about brands for free. It's nope. not how the business works. That's right. It's not how you get successful. It's how you make friends. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make podcasts. <laughs> Anywho, uh, good question though, though, about the sheeps get sheeps? Sheep. About the sheeps getting haircut. I think the plural stuff- of haircut is haircut. <laughs> the sheeps get haircut. I think stuff can get stuck in their wool. Like, he didn't ask that. Yeah, he did. He said, are we giving them a haircut because they need it or are we doing it? Like- oh, I get what you're saying. Like, would they have gotten it anyway if it yeah. weren't for us? I think they are need we, it. Like a toddler giving them a haircut that they don't want. Right. Do you consult Aaron before you give him his haircuts? No. I have no. to now oh. think to make sure I say the wrong name. <laughs> I'm going to accidentally call the baby by the right name at some point. <laughs> Can't wait for that day. So you don't ask him. You just put the bowl on his head and then cut around it. No, I have a professional do it. Oh. Yeah. They use clippers and stuff. He's a lot of hair. Don't answer. Don't answer. Dop. Yes. I'm gonna. We're gonna do this together. How much do you think a child's haircut costs? Seventeen dollars. I was gonna say twelve. We give ten. Oh, including Ah. tip. Well, so it's. uh, Steve Steve belongs to like a barber shop place, and it's a membership. And so Austin's haircuts are free. So we give give them a ten dollars. Steve. Oh, the parents' cousin Austin. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron's haircuts are free, Wait, so we just common? give them $10. A barbershop mm. being a membership? I don't think so, no. That's some sexist bullshit. I guarantee you I can't get a membership at a haircut place because women's haircuts, for whatever reason, are, so are like $250. That's why I do it once a year. What? Don't yeah. at me. I get my haircut like once or twice a year. That's why I get ombre. Me too. Because no one will notice <laughs> when it grows out. If you get highlights, it's like, damn it, I got to go back. Yeah. When I first got my ombre done... Write this down, gentlemen. I was at the salon for six hours, and when it was done, I'm like, I'm never coming back here until I absolutely have to. It's insane how much time out of your life and money out of your pocket it takes to get your hair cut. I don't know. The question was about sheep, and yet here we are, and that's only question number one. Let's move on to question number two. Hey, Katie, this is Peter from D.C. Uh, I was just calling because I had a question. 
I uh, I went for a run today, and while I was running, I got hit by a car. What? And it wasn't like a super intense hit. Um, it was basically they were turning out of a parking lot, and I was running in front of them, and she was just looking left and didn't look at me, and then I was coming from the right. And then she started driving and uh, hit me, and then I slapped the hood of the car say, hey, I'm here, and then she looked afraid, and then she drove away. And so my question is, do you think I should report this as a hit and run? Uh, because I think then she could be put in jail. And I'm not, I don't really want her to be put in jail, but I kind of want her to uh, suffer some kind of consequence for hitting me and driving away without checking to see if I was okay. I am okay, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> uh, love the show, and uh, talk to you later. Bye. Wow. I kind of said this last week. I don't know if I said it eloquently, and I'm certainly not going to say it eloquently again now. It is, it's really interesting to me, and it has an effect on me, the moments in which our listeners think to call us. Like last week, we had someone who's like, man, I just went through a breakup and I need some advice, and they called us. And this week, we've got a guy who got hit by a car. Oh my gosh. And he called us. I hope, um, that first, Peter, you called a lawyer. I, yeah, Saul. <laughs> Better call Saul. You got hit and run. I stopped that show after season. I got to go back. So if anything bad happened in it, I don't just don't tell me. That reference landed to me. I don't know if like <laughs> in the season three something bad happens. Um, so okay, you got hit by a car, and she drove away. He doesn't want to go to jail. I assume he has her license plate. I think. That has to be implied, right? Yeah, yeah. Because what else was he going to call and say, a lady hit me. He's got to have what she, what happened. She looked right but not left and then pulled out. Clearly said she like looked freak out, freaked out when he hit on her uh, hood. When he hit her hood. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Because I'm having trouble speaking. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just in the back of my head. I'm thinking like I could picture myself doing that. Yeah, but you wouldn't just drive away. I could picture myself being like, I what I do? Did I hit him? I don't know if I hit him or if he was just... Like, if he bangs the hood, but she didn't know that she hit him yet, like, why would he have to bang the hood if she knew she had hit him, if she had felt that she had hit him? Oh, that's interesting. So he might, she might have just thought he was banging on the hood, and she was like, I'm sorry, and then was scared and drove away. Mm. I don't know, man. That's tough, because I don't want to, I don't know, would she go to jail? I don't, she wouldn't go to jail. She might go to court, but she, they don't just take her to jail right away. I don't know. Maybe. I Yeah, if. If there's no repercussions, like if she didn't do any damage, what would he be? What would she go to jail for? Well, I don't think you're supposed to. I don't think you're allowed to hit someone and then be like, I didn't break a bone. So you're fine. I think it's I think you still get in trouble for hitting someone. Clearly, the three legal experts sitting here have many opinions. I should have Googled like hit and run. Is that a thing you have to press charges for? Like if he calls, is that? saying he wants to press charges or is that a crime in and of itself whether or not he wants to press charges against her you know what i mean yeah that's an interesting wrinkle uh i'm the more i'm thinking about talking about this the more i'm like i'm not gonna actually give any good advice (laughs) legally i think but i i understand what he's saying about like look it wasn't cool that she did that but i'm not that mad and i'm fine but at the same time it wasn't cool that she did that but it kind of feels to me like that would be like if you could call the cops on someone for taking a spot when you clearly have your blinker on. <laughs> it's like one of those. Like, I'm fine. 
it was really wrong what you did. Yeah. You violated the social contract of like, I'm going to take that spot and I have dibs on it because I put my blinker on. Mm -hmm. Just like this woman violated the social contract of like, I get to walk where my legs are. You don't get to drive there. Right. Yeah. Social social understanding. Yes. I'm walking. You're driving and most should not interact with each other. But everyone is actually fine afterwards. So I, I would say don't call the cops. Remember the license plate. <laughs> I don't know. Like, was, If he was in his neighborhood, you're going to want to keep an eye out for that lady. Yeah. If she seemed like a danger to the world, like if you if. If when she pulled out, she also almost hit a car or if she was doing something reckless. Yeah. Call the cops, probably. She seems like she doesn't know what she's doing when it comes to the driving. But if she just seemed scared by the fact that you hit her hood, you're like, I don't know. Maybe don't be such a narc about it. <laughs> you know what? The the takeaway here for me, that's why I don't run. <laughs> that's it. That's, it. that's why it's, it's not an important lesson. It's not safe out there right now to go out for a run. Nope. Okay. I think everyone should be staying in their house, playing fork knife. Okay. Uh, what what we got next? Dot. Hey there, guys. It's Michael. Uh, my question is for Ashley. I want to know <laughs> oh. what child rearing task would you make Dot and or Katie do? <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Mm, this question's for. Mm. Actually, <laughs> oh, please, can that mm. not become a thing? Mm. I don't, I don't care for that. Mm. This is a great question. Mm. I just, I want. I think it's a great question if we make the and or an 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 or or yeah, and not together, and you make a choice. No, first things first, you're not doing it together. You have separate child rearing tasks. Oh, I meant like you're either going to make Dop do a task or you're going to make me do a task. Do you want me to rear your child or do you want? <laughs> oh, my to rear oh my god! Oh my god! That's that's literally the question. What do you mean? Why did you make it weird? Because it's because it's Dop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what childbearing task would you make Dop do, and what would you make me do? So, just so everyone is aware, Katie has babysat before and did an incredible job. We use that word loosely. Uh, the word <laughs> the word babysat and the word incredible. She's my child is still alive and doing great. I think I've told this story before, but I sat still. I didn't move. <laughs> She was like, okay, the dogs are here. She's got two dogs and a baby. It's a lot. I was shook. You did. So I just you did so well. brought the wine to me, sat down, and I didn't move, and I read a book. I th so, funny you mentioned that. I think I would like Dop's task to be reading to Austin, because oh. then they can both learn together. Oh! Wow. I was like, where is she going with this? Wow. Where is she going with this? And then she went there. I do not appreciate that. And Katie... I think I sent you the video this morning. Austin has recently started playing golf. Kind oh, of. yeah. He, he could has. use some tips and some encouragement. And someone to go, rack Yes. While he's doing it. So you can be his caddy. Aaron! <laughs> oh, I could be his caddy. Yeah. Caddy, caddy Katie. Ca oh, gosh, we Sorry. gotta stop saying the same Caddy things. daycare. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your caddy? <laughs> okay, these aren't funny. Um, and okay. that's it. That's your child rearing task. You would have me be his caddy. Okay. Yes. Uh, do you know how to rear a? We'll talk about it off pod. <laughs> it's like a pivotal part of raising a child is making sure they have a caddy. Uh, all right, top next. Hi guys, this is Jonathan in the Bronx. Uh, love the podcast. I agree with you about text message receipts, and it's very much Jewish grandmother mode, and it's intrusive. However, I'm not entirely at peace that you call them read receipts because it says 
read at X time. So shouldn't it be read receipts? I'm I'm just a little upset about that and wondered if you had any opinions. Uh, Love you too. Thanks very much. Keep up the good work. Bye. Jonathan's upset. A weird thing to be upset about, but a great point. I've always called them read receipts. Me too. As in like, when you read it, they get a receipt. But it does say read at whatever time. So are they read receipts? That just doesn't sound right to me. I've always called them read receipts because I think, what time did that person read my text message? It says, so I'm assuming like, all right. But now that you say that, they read my text message at 3.17 p.m. Yeah, but I don't think that like read receipts. It doesn't sound as good. It's one of those words that's spelled the same but can be a a homonym. It's a homonym, but a heterophone. What? It's spelled the same, but it's pronounced differently. Oh. Read and read mean different, and they mean different things. So, yeah, so it's a heteronym. And a heterophone. Yeah, I think those are the same. I think the phone is like how it sounds. Man, we're smart. This was stuff they taught you really early, too, and it's uh, really complicated. Yeah. And not necessary for your life. <laughs> I had this discussion earlier today of like the stuff they teach you in school, man. I know it's not a hot take, but like, A, you're not ready to learn because they're telling you you have to. So you don't want to. I've learned more in my adulthood than I ever learned in school. Mm-hmm. And also they're just teaching you stuff like homophone, homonym, heteronym. This is the first time that's ever come back up in my life today. That's it's- not what they should be teaching you. I agree. It should be teaching you how to do your taxes. Yes. Yes. Um, or like interest on a loan or how to pay your bills. Or like how to make food, Life change stuff. a tire. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be good. Would I, like be good I took one. wood shop. The f- did I have to take wood shop for? <laughs> I remember in wood shop we discovered Google and was like, "What's that?" It's such a funny word because they had computers in the when you were done carving your Mother's Day gift. Ooh. Yeah, because that's all you used wood shop for. Um, I do have an embarrassing thing about this, though, words that you pronounce differently in the right way and whatever. And I, I'm just going to say it really fast yes. because like I, I, I've said this before about other things, like how I say offsides instead of offside, because my relationship with sports started through my parents and my parents are not like professionals, but like we just talk about it the way fans talk about it. And for some reason, it's always been weird for me that we say like defensive instead of defensive. Like I'll be like, oh, it's the defensive line. It's a defensive line. I'm like, well, well, yeah, we're saying the same thing. Mm. I don't know why I would have to emphasize it's the defensive line. Hmm. They play defense. Yeah, I get it. But Is- they're also on the defensive side of the. It seems weird that people are like, wow, that's so wrong. When it's like, well, it's not. I feel like if you say one, you should say the other. Like if you're like defensive, offensive. Like yeah, and that we way do you're both. differentiating. So I guess you're right. That part at least makes sense. Sure. But. You I don't should... know, defensive. You could just say defensive. Yeah. He's a defensive lineman. Yep. People are like, you mean a defensive lineman? Like, well, now now my emphasis is like my emphasis is all over the sentence. <laughs> like a defensive lineman. Like, it's I just kind of, I don't know. That never really mattered to me, but uh, I've, it's been pointed out, noted, and now <laughs> I have a nice healthy complex about it. So an offensive lineman uh, went, was caught offside, right? Yes. See? <laughs> now it's going to overthink everything. Oh, I should do play-by-play. 
I've had people say that to me before. Katie Nolan should be in the booth. And I'm like, this is not what feminism looks like. <laughs> I should not be in the booth. There are women that should. It ain't me because I'll call somebody offensive. And then, oh, boy. <laughs> All right, Dop. Hit me with another voicemail so I can tell people more about how awful I am as a person on the inside of the brain. Hey, guys. Matt from Florida. Katie, longtime fan. Ashley, Dop. What's up? <laughs> guys, I just got to know. What's the deal with starfish? I mean, they don't have brains, they don't have faces, but we consider them fish, right? Like animals? What's the deal with that? All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Mean it. I love the brains of everybody who listens to this podcast because what? Huh? Sports? Um, starfish have brains. I'm just going to Google it. Does anyone have anything else they want to say while I'm, so we don't just get some dead air? They have, I know they have, they're animals. While they a have. starfish lacks a centralized brain... It has a complex nervous complex. See, here we go. What is that? It has a complex nervous, has a complex, has a, has a complicated, yep, with a nerve ring around the mouth and a radial nerve. So it has a mouth. Oh, right. Interesting. It eats. And a radial nerve running along the am, am, yeah, you got it. Ambula crackle, ambula. <laughs> ambulacral region of each arm parallel to the radial canal. So I feel better. I feel like we've cleared everything <laughs> up. Answer that question. There you go, Matt. Uh, the star- this is specific. The starfish does not have the capacity to plan its actions. That's interesting. Well, neither do I. <laughs> we call me a human. So is it a, is it an animal? Well, it is in the animal kingdom. It's animalia. How do you, <sighs> Never mind. What? Oh, now you gotta. We'll support you. Don't lie. Just think before you say it. I know. Well, that's, that's why I did. That's, that's why, why I stopped. That's <laughs> a good point. What was it? So if starfish can't plan their actions, how do they reproduce? Like, do they, does like an arm fall off and it like spawns a new starfish? You mean every time you've had. No. You've reproduced, you've put a lot of thought oh, into geez. it. Oh, I've not. <laughs> what are you saying? We're, we're holding starfish to a higher standard than I'm we just, hold ourselves. Okay. Come on now. How do they reproduce if they can't think ahead? Well, probably much easier. Well, because they can't. They're not Thinking even. Thinking usually just gets in the way. <laughs> For being honest, are you okay? I'm really sorry. We should do another voicemail, huh? We don't have an answer to your question, but you know what we do have? Another question. Hey, any roasted peanuts? This is Corey from San Francisco. Uh, I love this show. I look forward to hanging out with you guys every week. It really helps my long commute uh, feel a lot better. Um, so I'm proposing to my girlfriend this weekend, and she's my best friend, and I tell her everything. So it's really hard not to tell her my plans and, and keep up the surprise. Uh, I'm surprised I've made it this far without letting things slip. So my question for you guys is, what is the hardest secret you've had to keep from a loved one or a friend, and why? Um, I love you all. Katie, you're super relatable in every way. Ashley, you have the greatest laugh in the world. And Dob, you and I share the same mantra, spoken by the great band Emery, we do what we want. Adore you. Mean it. Oh, my God. I want to marry him. Corey's the best. Wait, should we bleep his name? Ooh, no, because he said, here's the thing. He said this weekend, and by the time that this airs. It's Friday here. I think we could say that at this point. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. He's still got to ask. And asking is not just a thing you do to go through the motions. You're genuinely asking. Yes. Ladies, you're allowed to say no, but not not this person's. I'm confused about what I'm doing in my head right now. <laughs> uh, that's such a sweet. I'm so happy about that voicemail. The question was, 
the hardest secret you've had to keep from a loved one or a friend? And I didn't put any thought into this ahead of time. So do either of you have your answer ready while I think of mine? Yeah. Um, I planned a surprise trip to Ireland for Steve oh. and booked it obviously way in advance and then like waited to tell him on Christmas. And it was so hard not to tell him because, you know, when you get to that point with work where you're so stressed out and you really need a break and you need something to look forward to. Yeah. I was like, oh, so many times I wanted to be like, oh, we have something coming, but I had to wait. And so the trip was how far after Christmas? It was for St. Patrick's Day. So it was in March. Oh, okay. So there was still enough time. You still time gave to him time to, to like go to work and yeah. have something to look forward to. Like, that would suck if it's like, it's a day. And like, wait, but it would have helped me get through my work week. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. And you booked it how many months before Christmas? Um, so to keep I, the it was just for one, one month. Yeah. And it you was, made that sound like it was like it a was year. So hard. Yeah. I have trouble keeping things to myself yeah so do i <laughs> that's why i'm like scanning my brain like everything's been tough for me dop do you have anything i mean not to be honest not really because i'm the kind of person that like when i get you a gift for something i probably either wait till the last minute or i get it ahead of time and i'm like i can't wait anymore and i just give it to mm. you and be like this is for your birthday yeah i do that too <laughs> you know what but I mean? then that sucks because you get to the birthday and the person's like where's my gift and, and you're like, like but i did that already i was so excited to give it to you <laughs> nobody I ever is like yeah that's right you did get me that gift yeah. they're like yeah you did but it's also still my birthday still- <laughs> so what'd you get we're very excited for you Corey. yeah that's super exciting Corey. aren't we excited yes are we saying Corey? so we excited out on that smart smarty I'm so excited for Daryl Morey. <laughs> it's very exciting. Okay, next voicemail. Hey, Katie. Uh, who would win in a fight between Ashley and John Cena? What? Plot twist. It's not a fist fight. It's a fight between who's nicer than the other one. Who would be better at niceness? Okay, love you, bye. Okay, I have a lot to unpack here. May I? Please. Okay, first of all, thank God for the plot twist. Because <laughs> uh, that would have been a very uncomfortable discussion that Dop and I are legally obligated to have, given that the person left the voicemail. It's just these, thems is the rules. Yep. Uh, second of all, where do we, where do we get this idea that Ashley's the nicest person. I think she's fooling everybody. I love it and I will support it and I will help present the facade, but I don't know what has happened. Do you feel baffled by it or are you just like, yeah, that seems right to me? I think, I think it's so kind but, of what people say. Right, but and I'm so grateful. You know what I think that, that means? You know what I think this means? I think this means I'm getting all the heat for being mean to Dop. When a lot of the time, it's you. What? You know what else I think this means? There are a couple times where our voices sound similar, especially if I'm sick like I am now. Like sometimes we'll sound because you've got a raspier voice. Mm. But there are times where I'm listening to the podcast back, editing it. And I'm like, oh, man, I told that joke, but that sounded like Ashley said it. But like, well, whatever. Like there. That's how selfish I am as a person. I'm like, I want the credit for the laughs. Uh, That was Ashley. You just yelled that. (laughs) No, but I think that means anytime someone says something mean and it's a 50-50 ball and they don't know whose voice it is, they're assuming it's me. And if it's nice, they're assuming it's you. And this is all making sense to me now. Guys, Katie really is the sweetest no, person I'm I not. know. No, I'm not. Oh, hell no. 
I'm not that nice, but neither's Ashley. <laughs> I'd say Dop's pretty nice. Dop may be the nicest of us. Dop is so kind. He really Would you is. stop this weird thing you're doing right <laughs> Just now? Just trying to live up to no, I don't names, like it. no names voicemail. Oh, yeah, you didn't leave a name. Did not. I bet it was John Cena. <laughs> Who's also... Nice, but fights people yeah, for not, a living. Not that nice either. This goes with my theory of um, people will praise you for an attribute more if it's an attribute that is at odds with what they expect of you. So let me put this a different way. Um, if you come out and say, I'm funny, people are going to expect you to be funny and people will be much more likely to be like, I don't think she's that funny. If you come out and say, I'm, I'm, you know, nice. And then you say something funny. People are like, that's funny. You're mm. funny. Whereas if you were to say you were funny, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's why like people, this is a really awful reference, but I can only speak from my own experience. It's why people will come on my YouTube videos and write like, you should do porn. And I'm like, no, I should. What have I done to show I'm qualified in any way for that? And someone will go to a porn star's videos and write like, have you ever thought about public speaking? And it's like, well. What are you doing? People always want you to do something other than what you're expected to be. So like John Cena being seen as the nicest person to an alien would be strange because the alien would be like, this man punches people for a living. How are you calling him the nicest? But because he's so nice in contrast. Am I just talking too much? I thought this was an interesting theory. No, that actually really makes a lot of sense. It does make sense. But with you, I don't get it. (laughs) Well, actually, caveat for John Cena, fake punching people for a living. And he has done like the what most... what? what make do you mean a, fake punching people? He is fake? makes the, made the most wishes, most make a wishes. I've watched like him of fake punch punch anybody. People, people have gotten hurt. TV. Neither of you have watched. Like he throws them on the ground Come and stuff. On. Doesn't he? Don't watch wrestling enough. He does for jorts. Um, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, no. He is super nice, but um, but it's also like the nice, like a nice off. He picked you because you're on this podcast. I am. Versus he had to think of the nicest person and he thought of John Cena. <laughs> a man whose job it is to be pretty violent against other people. Never but you're right. Up, this though. isn't the best example of my theory. I just wanted to get that theory out there. I have lots of them. Um, We have to do... We do have to answer the question, though. Mm. Who would win in a battle of niceness? I'm going to say John, John Cena. John Cena, like, for sure. Hands down. Yeah. It's not even close. Nope. <laughs> Like, you would disarm him with your meanness, and he'd be like, that's the literal opposite of what we're supposed to do here, but you look beautiful doing it, and oh, then it would be over. He's so sweet. Yeah, John Cena, <laughs> hands down. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there. You know what, though? I would I would buy tickets to that fight. Ooh. Ooh. What, how would you get tickets to that well, fight? Well, I mean, I'd probably, you know, open up my laptop. Sure. Or, you know what, I'd probably take out my cell phone. Oh. And I would use an app. What? Like the like the SeatGeek app. Oh. Guys, why did we even bother doing that? Everyone knew where that was going. <laughs> Sometimes Dop tries to do improv little things. I'm like, I'll work with him. Oh, and then he just I, he just looks at me. I'm like, well, I I'm not getting anything back anymore. I don't just look at you. You do. You just look at me. I make faces and stuff. How would you like me to do this? Please don't get it from a suggestion from somebody else. Tell me. I you... didn't. This okay. is my suggestion. Are we ever gonna get a wheel, or was this just a cute thing we said that? I now... think that was nice Ashley's job. Right? Didn't <sighs> nice Ashley needed to build a wheel? Yeah, no, it was my fault. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to build it. We've got a new nice Ashley here. Yeah. <laughs> you just admitted. You yeah. should have easily thrown it. Okay, how are we doing the SeatGeek ad read? So I want you to be a cyclist <laughs> in the Tour de France 
And you're French. <laughs> and I'm currently in the, I'm riding you my bike. You are riding your bike. The, which doesn't take, I'm not too out of breath. So I'm no. a little bit out of breath and I'm French. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Buying tickets can be complicated and confusing. But there is a better way to buy. With Sid Geek, I am let tired from the cycling. But I must carry on. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, Sid Geek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. It's a little Italian. It's a little Italian. <laughs> a little bit. But they're close to each other. There's a bit of a crossover. We don't all have to be from one place. <laughs> Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out with friends and wine and cheese and bread, <laughs> a baguette, <laughs> or need to find the perfect gift, Seat Geek helps you find the best seats at the best price. Pri- price. <laughs> at the best price. Un peu de franc. Nope. Un peu de euro. Just a little bit of euros. They yeah. switched to the euro a couple years ago there, I believe. Oh, interesting. Could still be Le Franc. It's not a lot of money is what she's saying. <laughs> oh. Fully guaranteed. <laughs> There's nothing quite like being there in person. In person. And Seat Geek will get you closer to the action for a great value. <laughs> uh, the, the best thing about the cycling is uh, can maintain the conversation Throughout the entire ride. Most athletes. Athletes. There's just some words you never hear in a French accent. Real tough. Most of these athletes, they don't have this ability to give an ad read uh, <laughs> while performing their sport. Sigik saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. Bonjour. Hey. I was just talking to a man next to me on the cycle. I ap- I apologize. Je suis désolé. <laughs> and you get the most bang for your buck. Siki grades every ticket based on value and to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Magnifique. Uh, just make Seat Geek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports, concerts, comedy, theater, cycling. <laughs> Buy the tickets for the cycling. Nobody's ever buying the... <laughs> best of all, if you can hear me right now, you get that 20 euro of uh, the first Seat Geek purchase, huh? No? Huh? No? <laughs> Mon ami? Just download the Siki app and enter promo code NOLAN today. That's promo code NOLAN today for 20 dollars off your I took French in high school. Problem is when you're good at it, which I guess I was, you test out of it in college, and now I haven't seen a French word other than baguette in years. But I just remembered my least favorite part was all the and all the E. The letter U is pronounced E. Bonjour. Au revoir. But I, that was borderline offensive. Yeah, there like, were some words that you had down, though. I'm, uh, like what? Zis? Everybody has zis. 
and ticket. That was just I was making that up. I don't know. What? That feels real. <laughs> I can't picture. It's like I can't picture a French person saying "bang for your buck." Like it's just not. It's a very American thing to it say. Is. So like, hey, get the most bang for your buck. It's like, nope, it's not a thing they'd say. But the promo code is no long. No long. It's N O L A N. That's how you spell it in French. Nolan. It's the all the it sounds exactly except A is A. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. Doesn't really fit at the end there. No. It's our song. Why are you giving me all these looks and only laughing with Dop today? I'm sorry. You did. I'm sorry. It's hurting my feelings. I thought Every, you did a great job. Thank though. you so much, Dop. Yeah, you're welcome. Ashley just keeps laughing with you and then looking at me like, you done? Voicemails. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Dop. This is Dan from Boston. I uh, really love the show. My question for you guys is if you could pick three people, real or fake, uh, fictional or not, from all of history, dead or alive, that share your first name to squad up with in a four-on-four-on-four battle royale, Hmm. Katie's versus Ashley's versus Daniel's, Hmm. who would your three people joining your team be, and which of your four-person teams would win? Dop, I'm going to take the pressure off you. You don't have to pick me as one of your Daniels. (laughs) It's okay. We just met via this call. All right. Have a good one, guys. Love you. Mean it. Love you, too, Dan. Also mean it. Um, Can I be honest? Yeah. He said Battle Royale, and I was like, okay, so this is Fortnite. So we're talking about Fortnite. And now yep. I'm realizing it's not. It's just a, that is just a common phrase. That means these <laughs> things are going to fight each other. So oh. I, uh, prepped as if it was for Fortnite, <laughs> but I can, I can think on the fly. So you got a bunch of teenagers in your team. Is that what you're saying? Don't you worry about my team that you're <laughs> never going to hear about. Okay. Okay. Why don't we start with, uh, uh, the team of Ashley's? Oh, no. Let's start with the team of Daniels. Ooh. Oh. Who's your team of Daniels? Your, who are you squadding up with? Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> Is he not on your list? Of course he's on my friggin' list. Oh, Why sorry. are you taking oh. my list? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Number one, Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> good pick, good pick, good pick. Good answer, good answer. Because he was in Gangs in New York, you yeah. know, and there will be blood. And, like, I yeah. mean, dude's just a yeah, baller. He's Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, that's all there is to it. All right, number two, Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, Ooh, Harry Potter choice. himself. Poor choice. Well. What? Poor choice. Why? Because Daniel's a very common name, and his number two pick for a physical fight yes. was Daniel Radcliffe. He's scrappy. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yep. Number three, Daniel Bryan. Ooh. That's a great pick. Wrestler yes. who often yes. looks like Yay! Me. Yes! Job! I watch a lot of wrestling. I will say, I was going to <laughs> pick Tour de France. Danny Trejo, but because his name was Danny, not Daniel, I didn't know if I could do that. Of course so. you can, because I'm going into Catherine. Oh, well then I would like to swoop out, swap out, swoop out. Swoop out. Go ahead and swoop out. You're going to swoop out Daniel Day-Lewis, right, for Danny Trejo? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Got to keep Daniel Radcliffe in there, because he's scrappy. Yeah. He doesn't know magic in real life, you know. I don't think that you know what you're talking about. Okay, so who's swapping? I'm going to swap out Daniel Radcliffe for Danny Trejo. Obviously. Okay. My first Ashley is Ashley Fleer. You're my first Ashley. Better known as Charlotte Flair, also from the WWE. No one's She's, ever you can't heard do of that, that person. That's her real name. You can't take their the name. Her name is Ashley. Her stage name is Charlotte Flair. To yeah. be fair, he said 
real or fake, oh, fictional you're right. or not. So sorry, you absolutely are right. Is Daniel Bryan's real name Daniel Bryan? It's Brian Danielson. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, sorry, keep going. I don't have to <laughs> Okay, so you're taking a WWE person. Her yes. She's Ric Flair's daughter. Woo! Got it. Yep. Tall, athletic. Awesome. We know why. Yeah. Okay. Second pick. From the show Recess. Oh, Ashley Spinelli. Wow. That's the best pick of this (laughs) non-draft. Ashley Spinelli was a badass. She was awesome. Oh, really good. Third pick. American actress, Ashley Green. Here's why. People have told me I look like her. That's why. Really? I'm dressing her up like you and sending her in as a spy. Boom. Wait. Your team's going to get confused. I'm confused. Exactly. <laughs> no one's going to see me and Ashley Green in the same place and think there's just two Katie's, one of which is much more attractive. They are. Why do we have a Katie and a more attractive Katie? <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask questions. And you know what's going to happen in that confusion? Ashley Spinelli's going to come in and kick ass. Man, I don't know about any of that. <laughs> Ashley Spinelli was a really good pick. Okay, so I'm... I know my first kick pick is Kate Beckinsale. Mm. Oh, so good. Who you may know from Underworld. Yeah. In which she killed things and people. I'm, she's badass. She's a baller. <laughs> also, she's on my list, so I feel like <laughs> just would be nice to have the chance to meet her. If yeah. the fight doesn't work out, relationships develop. At least we've become friends. We've come through times right, of trauma. Right, right, right. So now this is where it's tough. Uh, I think I got to go Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, entrapment. I mean, that scene with the lasers and she does the ballet and she goes to the and she's doing all the this and the whoop in a cat suit. So she's going to. Here's my issue with that. If you're taking the actress, you don't get the character. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Like if Daniel Radcliffe can't do magic. Okay. But, But she does know how to do all those things unless that was a stunt double. No, you're right. That's a good point. So I guess I shouldn't take Kate Mara, who was the invisible woman in Fantastic Four. <laughs> um, so that leaves Catherine the Great. Ooh, oh, okay. Thanks, All right. Guys. Thank you for the support. Yeah. She was like uh, in charge of Russia during the good stuff. For Russia. It's Russian good Russia, stuff. Russia's good stuff. Russian good stuff. I believe her reign ended and, and then Putin became president. That's how long that dude's been. I think that's history. Where people come to this podcast. Facts. So Kate Beckinsale, Catherine the Great, and then uh I guess we'll go with Katie, Caddy, Heron from oh. Mean Girls. Why? Because it's the first, it's the only fictional character I can think of right now named Katie. <laughs> but also Scrappy. Stop it. <laughs> Which you're you lost your scrappy guy. You made fun Nobody of me. has any, but no, you wanted Danny Trejo. You I, said it I do, yourself. I do want right. Danny Trejo, yeah. <laughs> now you've got, Danny Trejo's got to punch Lindsay Lohan in the face. How do you feel about that? I feel very uncomfortable with it. Right. And so I guess you guys would probably just forfeit. This is problematic. Right? Yeah. So your team forfeits. So it's down to us. I, I feel think, confident about Ashley's my squad. Team, I think Ashley's team wins. Yeah. Although my team would have great leadership, not from me, but from Catherine, the great. <laughs> That's true. It would ju- I'd just be distracted. Like, so, Kate, like, what kinds of 
activities do you think we should spend our weekend doing? <laughs> okay. Are we ready for the next? Do we have another question? Yes. Okay, go. Hey, Katie, Ash, and Dob. This is Jose from Miami. So uh, I was re-listening uh, to a podcast. I forget which one. But um, you were talking about karaoke songs and how you hated hearing Whitney Houston's um, Oh my god, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of the song right now, but it's a famous Whitney I'll Houston song. I'm, well, I'm totally blanking. Crap. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I got the original you. was by Dolly Parton. I found that out that same day when I was listening to a Dolly Parton uh, playlist on Apple iTunes. It was great. And it got me thinking, what are some awesome cover songs? And my favorite is Johnny Cash's Hurt, originally mm. by Nine Inch Nails. What are your favorite cover songs? Thanks. Bye. Can I get a hot take in really quick here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like that cover. What? Ooh. Are you kidding me? I think a thing that makes a good cover is if it's better than the original and Hurt by Nine Inch Nails is a very good song. Johnny Cash, people love him. I, I'm not my favorite, but I understand what he is in terms of importance for the music. But I that cover for me was not my... I know I've never met a single person that's like, I agree, I didn't like it. But in terms of enjoyment of listening, I much prefer the Nine Inch Nails version. Wow. But I also just really like Nine Inch Nails. So, uh, you have to leave us, right? I do have so to leave. So I'm going to let you go first with your cover songs. Okay. I have two, if that's okay. It's, we'll allow it. I appreciate that. <laughs> the first one is, you're, and you're never going to expect this, I Can't Make You Love Me by Bon Iver. Oh, no. I never expected that. <laughs> yeah. You think that's better than Bonnie Raitt's version? I do think it's better than the Bonnie Raitt version. Because <sighs> I like him, and I like that song. Yeah. It's also not the full... Doesn't Isn't like a hybrid with something... It's like uh, another song? Yes. Yes, it but is. But it's, it's just not as... It's not better. That Bonnie Raitt song is perfection. The song in general is just it's beautiful. beautiful. Such yeah. a great song. And so true. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh, try as you might. Uh, All right. What's your second The one? second song is by the Postal Service. Called oh, Against All Odds. Man. Oh, Take like a look at me. I now had by the Phil Mariah Collins. Carey yeah, version I down as oh, no but you're, that's also a good point. Yeah, they also covered something else. They well, they've had a couple people cover them, like the Shins covered, uh, I believe, Such Great Heights, or was it oh, Iron yeah, and Wine? Yeah. Iron and Wine yeah. did. Yeah, the Iron and Wine cover of Such Great Heights is really good. So good. Damn, yep. I knew this would happen once we started talking about them. I'd think of all the ones I didn't think of. Uh, I, I feel like there's two different types of covers, right? There's the ones that you don't know are covers. Like, uh, I will always love you. That's a Whitney Houston song to most people. Mm-hmm. It is technically a cover. Same thing with Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. That is a Roberta Flack song, but we all know it that way, mostly. I mean, I'm sort of being ageist in that way. But like, uh, Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower. Yep. Like, that's who you think of, not of the Bob Dylan version. And Nothing Compares to You, Sinead O'Connor, that's a Prince song. Mm-hmm. So it's like, those are great covers, the most great, because they're the ones that are actually the songs you think of when you think of the song. It almost disqualifies them from the conversation, this conversation, because they're not, no one's like, oh yeah, the original I liked, but then I liked that one better. Most people don't know about the original. So I would say, Faith by Limp Biscuit. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, no, I think mine would probably be, oh, and we also had this conversation about like, do the, all the songs on like Pop Goes Punk or whatever, do all those count? And I feel like no, but that made me think of, uh, Boys of Summer oh. by the Ataris. Mm. Yes. Which you said's not even on it's Pop not. Goes Pop. It's I thought on it was. So Long Astoria. Yeah, well, so we're not going to do, I'm going to say This Woman's Work by Maxwell, which is a cover of a Kate Bush song. You're both looking at me. I haven't heard it. Okay. Me either. I will play it for you off pod so we don't get fined. 
<laughs> what about you, Ashley? Um, Rufus Wainwright's version of Hallelujah. Wow, you know who that is. He's so That's good. That's no one's favorite version of Hallelujah. That's my no. favorite version. Who's it's your? What's your Jeff favorite? Buckley. Yeah, of course, Jeff Buckley. Yeah. Oh, but so Rufus Wainwright That's was made popular version. because of Shrek, right? That's why? Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> what. Do you know any other songs by Rufus Wainwright? Probably not, no. Cigarettes and chocolate milk or none of that stuff. I liked Rufus Wainwright. I was that person. Oh, that's cool. No, it's not. Stop <laughs> <of> that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Also, Fiona Apples Across the Universe was really good. Mm. Now that I think about it. No? I don't know that either. We'll okay. listen to it off pod. Yeah, we'll listen to it off pod. Those are all good. Those are good covers. Yes. Okay, Dop. Go. I guess we'll try to carry on without you. It's going to be tough. What if people do ask... stuff ourselves? We already do that. Stop. We do that already. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. We Bye. love you. Bye. I love you. Mean Bye. It. Bye. I love you. Mean it. Thank God he's gone. <laughs> Is he gone? <laughs> okay. Next voicemail. Play on your own. <laughs> Hi, Katie. This is Billy Hill, and I'm calling from the great state of Nebraska. Um, I just wanted to say that I love y'all. Well, mostly just Katie. But <laughs> anywho, I'm driving out here in my tractor, and this question just popped into my head. I was wondering um, if you had to choose between giving the Heimlich maneuver to a porcupine or giving CPR to a walrus, which one you would choose. Thank you. Y'all have a nice day now. So that is um, the most adorable voicemail I think we've ever gotten. Except Corey, but close. Well, <laughs> we could talk about it. I might pick Billy because his actual question while driving his tractor is that he wanted to know if we would have to, if we had to choose Heimlich maneuver to a porcupine mm-hmm. or CPR to a walrus. Mm-hmm. And Billy's brain is a beautiful place. <laughs> For thinking of that question. It's not like, oh, it's the age-old question. Yeah. Heimlich to a porcupine or CPR to a walrus, you know? Like they always ask. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm afraid of needles. Mm. But I'm not really afraid of porcupine needles. Okay. As much. Like, it's, I, I'm, I guess I'm saying that doesn't trigger that fear. You know, where that would normally be like, oh, I can't do that because mm-hmm. I hate needles. So I feel like CPR to a walrus is probably pretty bad. Also, do we have confirmed evidence that CPR works on a walrus? I, wow, it's tough without Daddy, tough here to look it up. I know. <laughs> How will we get by? I feel like it would. It's probably the same principle. Well, don't you have to block their nostrils and breathe into their mouths and then the air goes into their lungs? So mm-hmm. I don't know much about walrus noses. I guess I can Google it. Assuming that CPR works on a walrus, mm-hmm. which would you rather do? Don't forget the whiskers. I, w- I w- <laughs> That's a good point. Thank you. I think I would rather give the Heimlich to a porcupine. Why? Because I don't know. It's just that's, <laughs> that seems like I'm I'm more okay with. This is going to sound bad, but they're they're cuter. To me, doesn't sound bad at all. You want the cuter one to live. Yeah. Well, I want them both to live. Well, clearly not. If you picked, if you picked the porcupine and there was a walrus dying in front of me, I would give it CPR if I knew it was going to save it. You're assuming we're together at the same time and there's a porcupine Where that else needs the Heimlich. <laughs> Who else would I be with? That's a good point. <laughs> uh, no, I also, I think I also would pick the the porcupine because if you take the porcupine, I'll take the walrus. I want them both. Is that to cheating? Live. 
I, I no. Okay. <laughs> I'll take the porcupine. Okay. Ash is going to take the I'm walrus. I'm going to save the walrus. Man, I won out in that because I was going to pick the porcupine anyway. Mm. But then you picked the. But you know what? After I save the walrus, then it's going to be my buddy and like it's going to eat you. No, going to carry me around in the ocean. We're going to swim together. You. No, I saved his life. Yeah, he, he owes me a life debt. He don't care. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. You he's, don't. You saved his life, and he's hungry now. Yeah, and so we're going to go swimming together in the ocean and go get get a what? meal together. Oh, are and you going to pull up to to the ocean in and out and grab a burger? No, we're going to pull up to the ocean Shake Shack. <laughs> Next voicemail. Hey guys, this is Adam. Uh, sorry for the background noise. I'm farming. I know. I wonder if I'm the only farmer listener. Okay, got a lot of time to myself in here in the tractor, so I was thinking about mystery flavors and like Dum Dum Pop. I can't really think of any other ones. Hope that, hope that's not the only one, but like, who's having fun with that? I hate that. I want to know what I'm eating. Tell me your thoughts. Okay, first thought. If we had just listened to that voicemail first, I would have been like, wow, you probably are the only farmer listener who listens or calls us on a tractor. <laughs> but Billy just called us from a tractor and is a farmer. We just need a couple more and we'll get our very own farmers only here. That's on a podcast. Amazing. I love, I hope Dob did this on purpose and that the next eight voicemails are just all from farmers. <laughs> I'm curious to know what you guys are farming if you'd like to call back and let us know. Nebraska, I would assume, assume corn. But Adam didn't say where he's from. No, he didn't. But he did say he does not like mystery flavors and things like Dum Dum Pops. And he was trying to think of others. I know there's the mystery flavor Airhead, but I believe they were always the same flavor. It wasn't like, this caused me a lot of confusion as a kid. I didn't know if mystery flavor was like, this is a flavor of this product. We're just not telling you what it is. Or if it meant this could be any of the flavors we have. Yeah. You won't know till you open it or until you eat it. Mm hmm. So Dum Dum Pops, we're saying, where you're going to get some flavor of Dum Dum Pop. You just don't know. I think that's what I thought. I always thought that they were a flavor that was like, you decide. Is it pineapple? Yeah. Is it coconut? I feel like a, a lot of times with those fake flavors, you need someone to tell you what it's trying to be. Right. To wrap your brain around Because if you it. actually tasted fake watermelon and then you ate a slice of watermelon, you're not like, those taste exactly the same. Right. They don't. Right. But you know what watermelon flavor is. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't actually taste like a watermelon. So I, I agree that it's a Adam. dumb, that's a dumb concept. Yeah. Like the, the element of surprise is cool the first time, but if you think of, Best case scenario, worst case scenario. Best case scenario, it's a flavor you like. The Airheads white mystery flavor changes from batch to batch. When a run of one flavor is finished, the company may have some candy left over, but not enough to produce a full run. It mixes the leftovers from multiple batches and doesn't add food coloring to produce white mystery. I did not know that. So that flavor is one flavor that is a mix of all their leftover flavors. But it's like a, it's, so it's almost like a fruit punch flavored airhead. Those are my favorite ones, the white ones. That makes it instantly cooler. Right. Let me now look up dum dums. Dum 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 dum. Why did you think? Dum dee doo dee dum 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 dum. Why did you think? Dum dee doo dee dum 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 dum. Dum dee doo dee dum. The same thing. Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you ready? Go ahead. It's the same thing. 
Wow. The mystery flavor pop is a mixture of two flavors that come together when the end of one batch of candy meets the beginning of the next batch. That's actually just really good not being wasteful. What's the word? Use of resources. Yeah. It's just resourceful. Yeah. So they're, they have to, instead of having to clean out the thing and change it, they just have the two flavors come together and make one. They wrap them in a thing that says, who the f knows? And they sell it to you. <laughs> I feel like they pitched that wrong. Yeah. Cause it, that it's like, this is a once in a lifetime flavor. If, and I'm not trying not to guess what it is. No, it is. Cause whatever you, the, the next ones, the proportions, oops, the, I'm like getting real <laughs> animated. I hit the microphone. The proportions are never going to be the same from batch to batch. Sure. So it's like, this is the only time you're going to get this. Right. And I'm not, it's not pineapple or coconut. I'm not trying to guess. Right. I'm just well, taking and, it for what it is. And meanwhile, Adam is out here thinking, why would I buy the mystery ones when I can just, if I want cherry, I'll just buy cherry right. instead of buying a mystery and hoping it's cherry without knowing that the mystery is never going to be cherry. It's going to be its own thing. It's own beautiful unicorn so, flavor. You're so like moved by this I, right now. I feel like this would have changed my they, childhood growing up. It wouldn't up. have because they always tasted like garbage. <laughs> it was always like, man, whatever the mystery flavor is for dum-dums, it is trash. <laughs> it doesn't taste good. So doesn't change that. Uh, fair enough. But we all did learn something here today. We actually learned on the podcast. Because Dop left. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I also love to say it. It's because Dop left. Okay, next voicemail. Hey, Katie. This is Jalen from Fort Worth, Texas. Jaylen? My question for all of you is, do any of you have a hobby that makes other people think you might have granny slash grandpa syndrome? Um, mine is crocheting. <laughs> Thanks. Love the show. Adorable. I love her. Our listeners are the best people, and I love all of them. And I hope they know that I, once they leave voicemails, I reference them later in my life, my like, I'll be like, oh, it's just like Jalen said. Like, I, this is such, <laughs> this is my granny slash grandpa syndrome. Like, Jalen was so right. What is it for you? Um, well, first thought, wearing slippers. Yes! But, uh, that's not good enough. And I know there have been times in my life where I've said things like, oh my God, I'm such an old person. But I can't think of them off the top. So the first thing I thought of was like, I love to wear a bathrobe and slippers. Oh my God. Bathrobes are everything oh my god that's I, exactly what i thought really yeah and i wear them outside like oh. i'll take the i'll take the dogs out and go get the mail like a well, really old suburb person. so it's really not that bad it's bad it's not great but it's not that bad <laughs> as long as you have the kind of slippers that like you're not ruining them by wearing them outside mm. you're gonna ruin them when you wear it them. doesn't matter okay <laughs> okay crocheting is adorable it really is uh i don't have that skill i don't scrapbook I go to bed at like 8 p.m. I write checks for like a dollar for what? people's birthdays. That was a, a bad grandmother joke. <laughs> Your grandmother never was like, happy birthday, 1250. Like, oh, I feel thanks. like she just like put $5 in the card. I did. I did used to pay uh, back when I used to have cash. I pay for stuff with change when I could because yeah, I carry it around. It. That's pretty granny. I don't drive slow. Stay up late. I'm the coolest. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of things that make people old. I think robe and slippers is a pretty good one. You think? Yeah. There's got to be. What is it that I actually do that makes you think like, oh, I'm a grandma? Yeah, I think that's it. I think, I guess I'm not. I mean, I don't go out, but, you know, nanas do. And so do <laughs> papas. The nanas and the papas. Do we have more voicemails? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Katie. My name's Rachel from Columbus, Ohio, and... 
I teach middle school, and I was just wondering how do I get middle schoolers to think I'm cool. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Wow. I'm going to answer your question with a question. What What made you think that I would know in any way? Maybe middle schoolers think you're cool. There's no way. Maybe. Let's say watch you on Snapchat. Maybe. Yeah. But I can't, I'm not. I can't think about that. Or then I'll be like. Oh, hi, kid. <laughs> like, I have to make it like I'm making it for somebody my age. Yeah. Or a little, like, or younger. What I'm, I'm just saying, like, I can't think about, because kids know what's cool. Yeah. And they are relentless, which I imagine why Rachel's calling in. If you're not cool, mm. you're screwed. I think your best bet as a middle school teacher is almost for them not to think you're cool. It's for them to think you don't give a what they think your teacher that's good advice you know like yeah. i remember the because you, you think back to middle school mm-hmm. i remember Ooh. the teachers i it was the worst <laughs> time of my life i hated middle school more than anything you could not pay me any amount of money in the world to go back to middle school high school i'd even be like i doubt it i don't think i could but if i had to i'd do it i'm not kidding i would not go back to middle school that was hell for me oh, it was awful but <laughs> anywho <laughs> think of your teacher i can think of a teacher that wanted us to think he was cool mm-hmm. can also think of a teacher that i'm like oh nowadays i would have known that what he was doing was not cool and someone should have told somebody uh he was just creepy oh um but then i can think of i remember the cool teacher and then i remember the like oh that you don't fuck with that teacher which almost got your respect yeah right mm-hmm. but you don't want to be that teacher who's like right guys i'm the cool one that's right. the worst an actual cool person you got to act like you don't care. Yeah, yeah. Because my point is, it's better to err on the side of like, I'm your teacher, than to be the guy who's like, I could try to be cool and nail it, or I could try to be cool and end up like that one. Yeah. That one teacher we all remember that was like, you guys love me, right? I'm the cool teach. And everyone's like, no one would <laughs> say cool teach. No one says teach, unless it's a verb. So I would say, Rachel, my best advice to you, and it's bad advice, um, is it's not going to happen. <laughs> no matter what you try, actually, the more you try, the less likely it is to happen. Unless you're going to say like, hey, no class today. Just play on your cell phones all day. <laughs> just sit there and play Fortnite. But you have my permission instead of pretending to do it and mm-hmm. not having my permission. Like then they think you're cool, but you'd also be a pretty trash teacher. So you strike me as a person who cares also about teaching the children. So I'd say don't worry about being cool. Mm. Just make sure that you uh, treat them like people. But like little people that need to be made into better people. Because those kids in middle school suck. Do they still suck? They sucked back then. They probably still suck. Okay, this is normally where the end of the podcast, I go, Dop, do we have time for one more voicemail? And then he he says yes, even on days when he's like, we don't. So I guess we can just assume he would have said yes. So I'm going to do it and you be Dop, okay? Okay. Okay. All right, Dop, do we have time for one last voicemail? Sure do. What was that? (laughs) You panicked. I'm okay. Okay, cool. Let's play it. Hi, Katie. This is Rachel from Columbus, Ohio. I called a couple weeks ago and asked how I could get my middle schoolers to think I was cool. And I realize now it's only by playing Fortnite. So my question for you now is how do I get my middle schoolers to stop playing Fortnite? Thank you. Bye. Oh, my God. That's so dope to have that be the last voicemail. Rachel, welcome back. Uh... Did I say Fortnite? You did. Yeah. I actually did. I was thinking it. You want to know the best part? What? He's not here to start the timer. 
Oh my God. <laughs> no, but you know what? This is, uh, first of all, I just want to make sure we answer Rachel's question. Okay. But yeah, technically he probably would have timed this and we could talk about this for another 45 minutes. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Rachel, my best advice, and it's bad advice, <laughs> is it's not going to happen. They're not going to stop. Uh, but you're not wrong that you playing it might make them think you're cool, right? So you should start playing Fortnite. And then either they'll think you're cool because you play Fortnite, like you said, or they'll think Fortnite's not cool because you play Fortnite. And then they'll stop playing Fortnite. <laughs> Problem is that it's like when you cut the head off of a, what is the saying? When you oh. cut the head off of something and another head just grows in its place. Yeah. Like if you got rid of Fortnite, they're just going to go play something else. Because mm-hmm. games are fun and school's whack. <laughs> Thanks for listening, kids. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> School's really cool. I think that's your best advice. Start playing. Start playing Fortnite. It'll take over your life and you won't worry about middle schoolers anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of two things will happen. You lose your job or they lose interest in Fortnite because you found interest in it. So either way, congrats to you. It's got to reach a tipping point eventually, right? I was thinking about this the other day. Battle Royale? Just Fortnite in general. Eventually someone's got to get to a point where it's just like this is... It's reached its, okay, I get it. We're all sick of it. We don't want to talk about it mm. anymore. I think it's already, with people who don't play, they're like, enough about it. But there's got to come a time when it's not the game everybody's talking about playing. When's that going to happen? How are they coming out with another, like, Pokemon Go anytime soon? Oh, God. That's <laughs> such a mom answer. Oh, I don't know when they come out with another uh, Candy Crush there. Love one of them. Crush. Their Candy Crush games. <laughs> candy, I was Playing so two, good at Candy two Crush. Two dots on my phone. Okay, I think that's it for the podcast. Yeah. I don't Every th- time we do an all voicemail, I feel like we answered. We talked for a long time. I don't know if we gave anyone an answer. Mm, probably not. Yeah. Well, that's how we do things. Still counts. Still that's counts. Content. That's it for this this week's edition of sports. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, feel free to do it again later. I don't know if you were listening. One of the guys in the voicemail said, like, I was listening to an old pod. Don't remember which one. It's like, well, you should probably just go back and listen to all of them again just to try to find out which pod it was in which we said that. <laughs> uh, and because they um, like cheese, they don't age well on in long term, but they but in the short term, they actually get better as they get a little bit older. Yeah. Right. Like a nice aged Romano. Mmm. Cheese. Oh. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our sponsors, uh, SeatGeek, <laughs> Dollar Shave Club, and Straight Talk Wireless. I don't know why. It just feels right. Yeah. Straight Talk Wireless. Otherwise, no contracts. It's like, yeah. No contracts. No best times. Best phones. No contracts. Levitard. Straightest. Straight. Uh, rate and review the podcast, guys, so we know you're enjoying yourself. You know, actually, the other day somebody asked me, if they're not listening on iTunes, how do they rate and review the podcast? And I meant to look it up, but I didn't, so now I'm just going to put you on the spot. Do you know what they can do if we don't? You don't. You know who wouldn't know? Send tweets. Dop wouldn't know. Yeah, but we got to make sure the big important people see him. Is it at Connor Shell? Is there an <laughs> underscore? We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know on the next podcast. Um, but if you are on iTunes, we see those reviews. They're really funny, and we love you guys. Uh, and we read them all, just like this one from Hawks Fan Matt Twelve. This is a good podcast. I like this podcast. 
It is not a bad podcast. <laughs> Three facts. Fact, fact, fact. Fact, 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 fact. If you want to leave up a voicemail, it's 860-506-5571. You call that number and leave up a voicemail. You can save it in your phone as sports or Kate Nolan or Ashley or DOP, but then the goal is to get you to call. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, say bye, DOP. Bye. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs> Why did I even get out of bed today? <laughs> Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.